T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, so the Patrick Kane, that's the clip there. They, those are two very excited gentlemen on uh, Kane's return to Chicago. I'm assuming that's the Red Wings broadcast. Gotta be. Kane scores at the end. Cool moment, by the way. I mean, he's... Is he their all-time player? I mean, he's their all-time leader in points, isn't he? Whatever, we don't have to have that conversation right now. He scores. He gets a standing ovation after being announced as the game's first star. Uh, one little thing, though. Can you play back how that guy said the word Chicago? It's Patrick Kane in Chicago. Okay, Chicago. Chicago. Okay, you just I thought he I thought he completely butchered the name of the city. But all right, Patrick Kane scores last night. Are you spending any time thinking about or being frustrated that he's not with the Sabers right now? As he <sighs> he scores last night, the Red Wings are in a playoff spot. They are having the season. They have passed the Sabers. The Sabers. We're above them two years in a row. Detroit has flown by them. They're having the season all Buffalo fans would have wanted to see. They're in first. They're in the first wild card spot, and Kane is got has got twenty eight points in twenty seven games. Kane's been really good for them. Um, they also like they were aggressive in the off season. They got Alex Brinkett in the off season. He hasn't worked out that well though. But but they were the beginning of the year. The but. whole roster is. We took a swing here. We took yeah. a swing there. We took a swing here, and they have not all worked. I mean, they way overpaid JT Comfer. They overpaid David Perron, but they said, what the hell, we don't care because we're trying to win right now. I don't think they're actually that great. I would I would be stunned if they even won a round. But, I mean, can we talk? Like, you know, like, who? how, how, can, how can someone that covers the Sabres talk on that front? Like, sure, they've made some... Some moves that they might pay for down the road, but whatever. They're they're having fun. You know? They're having fun. And Kane, who I'll be the first to admit, I thought was completely shot. A hip injury like that, there is almost no history of guys with that injury that come back and produce the way they did before. You had 
Who are the examples? Ed Jovanovsky way back when had the hip procedure Kane did and was out of the league almost instantly after returning. Nicholas Backstrom for the Capitals had that procedure, tried to return this year, couldn't, had to go back on the shelf. His career might be over. So I was just looking at sample size or history of that injury and saying, okay, well, no one else is really able to do this. So I'm betting on it being pretty unlikely, but here we are. He's a point-of-game player for the Red Wings. They they also, didn't they in the offseason, they got that Alex Lyon, right? The goalie from Florida? I think that might have been And they paid him like nothing, right? right? They <laughs> traded for Vili Husso to be their goalie last year, though. Like, they're, yeah. Yeah, there, there is a point to be made here overall about how the Sabres have gone all for draft, develop, internal growth, internal competition, improvement that way, and that's how we're going to, that's how we're going to win. The Red Wings, meanwhile... I mean, look look at how they've acquired their roster. Debrinket, trade. Andrew Kopp, free agency. JT Confer, free agency. David Perron, free agency. Hmm. Robbie Fabry, trade. Patrick Kane, free agency. Clem Costin, free agency. Daniel Sprong, free agency. Lucas Raymond, there we go, draft. <laughs> and then the blue line. Free agent, free agent, free agent, trade, free agent, trade, draft. And then goalie, trade, free agent. I mean, they have like four players on their whole team they've drafted. I'm not saying that has to be the way to do everything, and maybe they've gone too far with some of it. You also can't really blame the Sabres, though, right? They wanted to They wanted to sign Kane. Kane just what, well, told, told them no. That's my, I guess, prevailing thought on the Patrick Kane thing, which is why it's just like it's hard for me to be mad. Because, listen, if the Sabres had tried... If the Sabres were in a desperate swing, tried to give him more money or tried to give him term, even if he's, he did what, if he was doing what he's doing for the Sabres, what he's doing for Detroit, yep. but the Sabres gave him a three-year deal, would you feel really good about that? Um, I mean, if he's, but if he's doing what he's doing, I, I think I wouldn't care. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would know in the back of my head... This is not a good contract, but what what is what is my team? Are you putting the Sabres where the Red Wings are at the same time? Because if the team is having success, if the team's in the race, and he's a part of that, I mean, I'm going to have a hard time being upset about anything, right? I mean, the other thing, too, is to, to revisit this. And I, I don't know how interesting this even has to be because Kane didn't want to come back here, and the Sabres seemingly wanted to sign him. They wanted to bring him in and be a part of this forward group. And what's funny is the one thing I think everyone could agree on when Kane was available was, well, maybe he could come in and help the power play. Remember, I mean, this this is hindsight 2020 a little bit. When Kane was out there, were the Sa- did we know the Sabres power play was this bad? Last year they were one of the better power plays. We, I don't think I didn't think they needed help on the power play. <laughs> I mean, that ended up being, you know, they could have used them though, right? Over the course of the season to help that out. So the one thing you might have trusted him to do is the thing they needed help, and he's been great. I mean, at least by putting up points. You know, I don't know how good he's been in his own end or anything, but again, I don't know how much time we have to spend thinking about, you know, why the Sabers not getting Patrick Kane. 
this season and how much it really would have made a difference in the first place. 8030550 is the phone number. So that happened last night. It's the NFL Combine. Sal Capaccio is down in Indy. He'll join us uh, coming up in about 45 minutes. The Combine runs through next Monday, so you've got it through the next week. Drills begin on Thursday. Are you taking any time to consider now with the rise in the salary cap that the Bills might revisit the idea of paying Gabe Davis? No. Even on a seven, eight million dollar contract, nine million dollar contract, do you? Th- no, because I think it could get that low. Well, it depends. Are you saying do I think they will or do I think they should? Do, if they could get him on a team friendly contract, do you think they would do it? Sal seems to think that that, that it's not a closed door. He said goodbye on Instagram, but that there could be that there would be interest on both sides still, and you know. If he were to go around the market and, I mean, this this could happen, couldn't it? There are so many good draft free or receivers. There are so many good free agent receivers. Like, where does Gabe Davis rank for a, dra- for a receiver needy team this offseason? Is he like the 20th best idea? I mean. Maybe. If, they're, if that's true, the Bills love him. He was a captain. He's a hard worker in the locker room. That if it came to it that they could work out the money, they'd still want him back. Because I think there's an argument to be made. You wouldn't want to do it even if you did make the money work. Let's say he did say, all right, I looked around. Jordan Poyer last year, you know, kind of the same thing. I looked around, didn't like what I saw. Nobody was willing to pay up big. I'll come back here for $8 million a year. $9 million a year. What do we think? Because I'd still have some real hesitation. And the real hesitation for me would be, you do that, I don't trust them as much to just draft a receiver. They're not going to. Well, they might, but it's not going to be priority. I, I'm i not interested at all. Even on a team-friendly contract? No. Is that because, though, it would it would just – it would all it would do is decrease the odds that they're going to – Pick another one, right? It's almost not even that to me, Joe. It's just that I'm I'm ready for them, and I want them to be ready for something different. It's not that Gabriel Davis isn't a good receiver. It's not that I don't think he brings them value. It's not that I don't think that they could be better even next year as a passing team with Gabriel Davis in as part of the fold. It's just that what I think – Gabriel Davis's role should be if he were to return is the role that he was his second year where I think Emmanuel Sanders was ahead of him and he was really the wide receiver four. Mm-hmm. and am I willing to pay seven or eight million dollars for a wide receiver four? absolutely not I am not Gabriel Davis the reason that I thought Gabriel Davis had true value to the team mm-hmm. other than you know like the tangible things he was a good blocker and he was a good downfield threat and um you know Josh Allen I think largely, not at times I think it wavered, but trusts Gabriel Davis. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He was of value because he was a fourth-round pick. Yep. And he, at most in the season, made a million dollars? million and a half? It was cheap. His, His career earnings are almost incredible to look at because I mean half his career could be done right like receivers don't receivers go longer than running back but they're not like you know usually approaching 40 his career earnings are 5.7 million dollars he basically <laughs> he averaged and half of that was last year he right yeah I think what made him this is going to sound harsh. What made his inconsistencies tolerable mm-hmm. was that he was making almost no money. Mm-hmm. When he is a $7 million player, not only his inconsistencies to me become intolerable. They become I, – I become angry with them. I, I was angry with them last year at times. Like that drop that led to an interception against Denver – was maddening, and I had you can you can find four or five examples of those types of plays every single like not every year, but over the course of his career, a play like that that led to an interception that he should have caught. To me, I'm j- I'm just I'm ready I'm ready to see him in a role elsewhere. Like I I want him to see, to be successful. Um, I like Gabriel Davis. Um, I just am ready for a different route at wide receiver too, and. I also am good with if this team took receiver in rounds one and four, one and three, one and five. Look what the look what the returns you're getting with Khalil Shakir are fifth mm-hmm. round pick. Mm-hmm. The Bills should have been swinging on fourth and fifth. The Bills like I remember this conversation that Mike, or, uh, yeah, that that Mike used to make basically every year before they got Josh Allen draft a quarterback every single year. I think you draft, said draft seven quarterbacks every single just, year. Just draft, yeah. court, just draft just people until you, and you hope you draft hit. until you hit one. And yeah. the Bills should be with Josh Allen a quarterback. They should be drafting a guy no later than the mm. fifth every single year. Yeah, especially now with how deep these drafts have been, how deep this draft is. Even if listen, if the Bills and regardless of if they sign Gabriel Davis or not, or even get a legitimate veteran. I think everyone has to be a little bit comfortable or okay with if one of those defensive tackles from Texas falls to them at 28, mm-hmm. I I, I wouldn't love it. It would be a tough sell. But I could understand it. And if the Bills ended up taking a receiver in the second, yep. I'm not 
super upset, but I'm probably not the happiest I'd be. I, but here's the thing, too, Joe, is it could be possible that all the re- guys you really want in the first are gone. Yep. It happened last year. It happened the year before. Yep. Like, when we're all having but, the, We've had this conversation. This isn't the first year we're having the wide receiver I know, but here's the thing. If if this happened, this is this, this situation's been similar in the past. Okay, you get to your first-round pick. All the guys you wanted in the first round are gone. We'll wait to the second round. Isn't the fact that the receivers are going earlier than you thought make it less likely you're going to have one you like there in the second round? And you can't do nothing. But you can't not you can't, that's right. take a swing. That's right. You you definitely can't. That's right. But I also think that means other players are falling down to you. Yep. And I think it's going to be hard for them. How about this? It'll be very easy for them to say, man, we have legitimate holes in the defensive line. And if Chop Robinson or one of these guys fall to them, and I, know, I think that was Jan, Daniel Jeremiah's draft uh, mock draft had them taking Chop Robinson to Penn State. Okay. Um, high ceiling. Like, but... Well, Listen, would defensive line piss me and a lot of people off? A hundred percent. I mean, let's just be honest with what it, it would definitely make a lot of us upset. It would make me because in your in your hypothetical of they draft a defensive lineman, but you tell me, okay, they're going to get their receiver, uh, Jalen Polk from Washington, or a guy like that. They're going to get their second round receiver. All right, I can stomach that. But how much do I trust that that's going to fall to them? How much do I trust that that's going to happen? Because Especially, man, the day between and the day, the day two, the morning of day two of the NFL draft, and they have just taken a defensive tackle. I mean, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a nervous wreck that they're not gonna end up with their receiver because they <laughs> they can't. I don't think they cannot do it, even if they re-signed Gabe Davis. This is because they've already they've they've already done this. They've decided to wait. And wait, we don't like the value, we don't like the value, we don't want to pick a receiver here. Nope, it would be a reach. Christian Watson instead of Kyrie Elam. Nah, it's not, he's not a first-round prospect. Or, no, nah, we don't want to trade up and go get George Pickens. Or, you know, whatever. Whatever the We don't want to reach here and take, you know, whoever the third-round receiver would have been. Velas Jones, who is not even good. But I'm just saying, they haven't taken a swing at any receiver on day one or day two. You've now reached a point where I don't think you can wait any longer any longer because now you know if you had done it last year or two years ago it would have been all right what I'm doing is I'm prepping for the inevitable Gabe Davis departure because I'm not going to want to feel beholden to paying him seven to ten million dollars a year even if I can get him at that money I want the rookie contract I want the young guy I want the more complete route runner more complete receiver so you know, now this draft comes about, and again, you take a defensive tackle or a defensive end on day one, and then going into day two, man, you're taking a big risk because you don't pick to the end of the second round. You're going to end up with, what, the 14th wide receiver selected? What you need now is no longer the Gabe Davis replacement. You need the Gabe Davis replacement, and you need to start thinking about the Stephon Diggs replacement. Yeah. And that's to me where the Davis re-signing, if there was any wiggle room because the cap now has gone up and because Davis is so low, I think, on the pecking order of good receivers that are going to be available this offseason. Would bringing Davis back, okay, sure, it might suffice as your number two receiver. You can make that argument. I think you can do a lot better. I'd like to see them do better. But whatever. They'll plug that hole. 
What he n- is not, what there is a 0% chance of, is Gabe Davis ever becoming your Stephon Diggs replacement. That will never happen. And re-signing him, to me, it, it's it's kind of a hockey way of thinking, right? Like, I just, last hour, I just we made the case about trading Middlestad and how, well, where's Yuri Kulik going to play? Where's Savoy going to play? Like, you don't have spots for these guys. They If they re-sign Gabe Davis, who plays... Does he play like 95% of the snaps? Like the dude does not leave yeah. the field and he's a captain. I'm going to feel like Davis plus a rookie. I'm going to be worried about that. Cause even if you bring Davis back into the fold, it's how much is the rookie going to be able to play? Am I going to be able to trust that he'll just be able to win the job? Because to me, that is the real holdup between the bills and Gabe Davis. It might not even be money. It's going to Davis and saying, okay, here's the deal. You didn't like what you saw. We like you. You're a captain. You're one of the hardest workers on the team. But here's the deal. If you come back here, you got to be open to going to the bench. Because if the second round rookie, but if, Jay, if Jalen. $7 million a year, Joe, that's. That's what I mean. That's, that's why dimin- I think it, that doesn't work. It's, it's not only that your return on investment is now significantly higher. Well, in this case, lower. You're not lower. getting as yeah. much return because of the price point. Now you're saying at $6 million more per year, I actually want you to play less. It, the, right. the, the reunion makes no sense to me. I, I, cannot, I will not and I cannot be convinced that the right move at almost any price other than the same price he was making. If, if he signed for $2 million, whatever. I, I could be convinced. They'll need that guy. Yes, right? that's like, right. They'll need maybe even more than two. Maybe but they like can get so, that guy three, for $800,000. They'll, but they'll mm, not even a little bit in more the than draft. that. Oh, in the you, draft you, they will. Yeah. A fourth or fifth yeah. round guy yep. can do what you're saying, which is a guy that won't play. Ju- I, this well, is, this I was is thinking, this I was so thinking veteran receiver that is like your insurance okay. policy in case the rookie's not ready to play. Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, that's the name I always come back to. Or <laughs> uh, this uh, is, we had uh, Kyle Krabs on Friday, and he liked uh, he likes DJ Chark as an idea. Same thing, yeah. like cheaper. Yeah. But like, yeah, even, yeah, yeah. even if you don't like the player specifically, a guy in that tier, who is like what four million or less, yep, on in free agency, like they're gonna need that guy regardless. What I'm saying is, I might prefer all those guys over Gabe Davis because I'm even if Davis, even if Davis was on a low amount of money, I just would be worried that well he's got to play, he's got to play. I don't care how good the rookie looks. I, we have. And I don't care, Shakir comes off the field. Someone comes off the field. They're so close to the perfect setup to me at at the skill positions. They've got their tight end of the future. They've got their slot receiver. They've still got digs for the time being. They've got to get that other guy. And to me, I'm kind of with you that there's no... I can't make a reunion make sense in my head. I I can't create the circumstances in which I'd go, oh yeah, okay, and that... Then I'd do it. Like you say at $800,000. I mean, we're on we're in crazy land. But <laughs> yeah. if we're getting to the idea, for me and you, I think of, okay, yeah, at that price, I would bring Davis back. 803-0550 is the phone number. Combine week. Caleb Williams is not going to throw at the combine. Do we care about that anymore? Nah. I, I JJ McCarthy is going to throw. I saw that. He's got He's got some stuff to prove. It feels like Caleb Williams only can lose. That's pretty much what it is, right? Yeah. If you think you have you need you can go higher than you than you can, then yep. you throw at the combine, and if you're already like the number one pick, you don't throw. Then there's just no reason to do it. Sal's at the combine will have guys running in shorts.
this week. 40 times. Love to see it. Three cone drills. Where were you when DK Metcalf ran like the Dudes slowest three-quarter uh, three-cone drill ever? A lot of that coming up. Rich Eisen will run a 40 time also this week. That always happens on Combine Week. Stay tuned. Uh, Jody Biasi, Nate Geary, if you got a thought on the Gabe Davis conversation here, if there's any price in which you would be interested in bringing him back, let us know what you think. Sabres win against Carolina last night. We've got the trade deadline 11 days away. Some interesting commentary on that as well for you. Stay tuned. Jeremy and Joe, Jeremy is off today. Nate is in this WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.